subject is that uh, there's a miracle in your mouth today. The power of God's word in you and through you. And I'm I'm at First Peter. Before I get to that scripture, I'm at First Peter chapter one and verse twenty-two. The power of God's word to release a miracle from your mouth, not my mouth, your mouth. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again. Hear this: not a corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed. Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. I've been born again. You've been born again by the power of God's word. 1968 in Lacombe, Louisiana, by Lacombe, a miracle happened in a bathtub. I'd been in a go-go joint the night before all night. I got home at daylight that morning, and my wife picked up the two kids, said, I can't live with you anymore. And that afternoon in the bathtub, the Holy Spirit apprehended me, convicted me, and I got converted, and I got born again in a moment of time by the power of God's word. And everything changed. Everything changed in my life. The smoking went, the drinking went, the gambling went, the nightclubs went, the cussing went, the dirty jokes went, went that that quick off my life. America got born again. He got born I'm again. a miracle, right? You're a miracle. I didn't believe it. I told him, you know, he would go to Jerry Levy's a lot in Chalmette because that's where he worked. And I would tell him, they slipped you a Mickey. You, you didn't get born again. I didn't believe him. Well, I wasn't in Jerry Levy's that night. I was at a go-go joint in East New Orleans. But they're all about the same. I mean, remember Jerry Levy's. Anybody here? You remember that? Did I see you in there, Doris? <laughs> I'm older than you, right? I'm, I'm about three years old. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Verse 24, all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. Young men, one day you're going to look like me. <laughs> Things are fading now in my life. I used to have a lot of hair. Ain't got hair. Ain't got much hair anymore. I got hair coming out my nose. Got it coming out my ears. Got it coming out everywhere but up here where it belongs. I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened, but everything began to fall out. And uh, so I, I used to have small ears. My ears are getting bigger. So the glory of God is leaving me as far as the look. And all the glory of man is as the flower of the grass. The grass withers and its flowers falls away. But, but, but the word of the Lord endures forever. That's right. And good news for you people that are aging tonight. There's no age in eternal life. I'm 18 years old in my spirit. I'm a little older in my body, but my spirit is young. Therefore, Brother Carl, look at him and Dawn. I mean, they're on the cutting edge of everything. And uh, Brother Carl is a little younger than I am. But, but hey, when you got the Holy Spirit in you, age doesn't matter anymore. I can run as fast as any buck in here, almost. <laughs> I can outrun you, so I think. Better watch it. And then James 1.21 says we're being saved by the engrafted word of God. Thank God I'm, we're being saved. Every morning I'm getting a fresh dose of God's word, a fresh vision of who Jesus is and who I am in. Every day something good is happening in my life because I'm yielded. 
So I want to say it again, and Marvis will share it in just a minute. There's a miracle in your mouth. God's life, God's word, God's authority is in you. It's in you. Christ Jesus is the high priest of our confession. He watches over your word to perform it if you're basing your life on the word of God. And when you speak things, things begin to happen if you're coming out of your spirit with the word of God. Uh, December the 1st, I came down with bronchitis. Some would have called it COVID-19. I never did get tested for anything. I don't believe in the testing. I, I don't believe in the vaccine. But that's, that's between you and the Lord, what you want to get. If you want to get 15, get the fourth booster, the fifth booster, <laughs> get all of it. But I'm not getting any of it because I don't, I, my immune system, I'm healthy as a hog and I eat hog. And so I don't, I don't need the other stuff in Jesus' name. I don't need it. But uh, I came down with bronchitis the 1st of December. I mean, we were in North Carolina. And for four or five weeks, I've coughed my guts out. I've caught, coughed my lungs up. My spit came out. Uh, I mean, snot came out. What came out of my lungs? That green stuff was mm. coming out. And, and I was at a pro-life rally in Jackson, Mississippi. I was still sick and coughing, and people were praying, thought I was dying. And that morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, I still was coughing and awake at a hotel in Jackson. And the Holy Spirit, when he comes to you, begins to speak to you, everything's going to be all right. And he reminded me of my twofold redemption. By the blood of Jesus, I'm forgiven. And by the beating of his body, I'm healed. I am forgiven, and I'm healed. And it became new light to me. It came revelation light into me, and my body started healing almost instantly. And within a week, it was all gone. And so uh, thank God for the same word of God. God's word has power to heal, has power to deliver, has power to restore. You need to know the word of God. Can you say amen in Jesus' name? So, uh, Mary, read Hebrews 10, 23. Okay, it says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. He is faithful. Why should I hold fast the confession of God's word? Because God's word has power to create and to change things. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning... God created heaven and earth. I took a year of Hebrew at the seminary, and the only word I remember from, this, from the study of the Hebrew language was the word create, which is ba bara. Bara, yeah. Bara in pronunciation. It means out of nothing he made something. Out of nothing, oh, how did he do it? It's simple. Genesis tells us in verse 2. The Holy Spirit brooded over the void of the earth and the face of the waters. The Holy Spirit was there to perform God's word. The Holy Spirit is here today to perform God's word. And then as the Holy Spirit brooded, as his presence came upon the earth, then God said, God said, let there be light, and there was light in Jesus' name. God said, let the creeping things come forth, the cattle of his kind, the creeping, and all the beasts of his kind, and it was so. God said it. And it happened. He created out of nothing. He created something. That same anointing and that same authority dwells in us. Out of nothing, we can create something if we speak it into existence. That's right. So in Jesus' name, Mary, Hebrews 11, 3. 
through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do not do which do appear. God said, and it happened. So I right now, right now in Jesus' name, I release the presence of the Holy Spirit over this congregation, over every heart that's sitting here. I release his presence over your life that today we're going to start speaking things into existence. We're going to start speaking against that mountain of difficulty that you're facing, and we're going to see it removed by the power of God's word working through you in Jesus' name. So get ready to start making some confessions here today. All Amen. right, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we have the power to change our environment through the, through the, through the word. So I want to make this divine announcement again. There is a miracle in your mouth. You're going to have... What you say. I brought a double-barrel shotgun here today. That's an amplifier just to kill the devil real good. I, I'm a killer. I'm not a hunter. I'm a killer. I like to kill things. Yeah. I got that Bengal cat because he's a killer, and he's going to kill things for me, rabbits and squirrels. He's, he's going to end up weighing 18 pounds, and he's a, he's a killer cat, and I got him. Isn't that beautiful? See, that's beautiful. <laughs> He said that was his bucket list wish. A few years ago, the lab was his bucket list wish, and now the cat well, was. Well, Delacro Island, I had a <laughs> lease down there, and there's no more ducks, so I had to let the lease go, and then Mary won't let me even lend my lab to, to a hunter so she can enjoy her life, and she said, it's my lab, and she gave me $10,000 for I it. I wrote him a check out of his check account, yeah. $10,000. It's my dog now. <laughs> She's a sharp woman. I want to let you all know that. Praise the Lord for her. When I was just looking at your book on, uh, on marriage, I, I was admiring your complexion. You, you got a beautiful complexion. Thank you. 78 preach. years old. Look at Yeah, preach. I know you. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I'm the head. You're the tail. <laughs> you notice I'm smiling. Uh, a man's stomach, this is out the Amplified, will be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. He'll be satisfied with the consequences of his words. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. I said death and life are in the power of your tongue. Whatever you indulge in, you're going to eat the fruit of what you say. You're going to have what you say, whether it be for good or for evil, and you're going to bear the consequences of your words. So you got to watch what you say. But you'll never know, watch what you say if you don't get the word of God on the inside of it. Right. You know, uh, if you're not a Mary, you're not sitting at the feet of Jesus, you're not hearing the word of the Lord. If the said word is not becoming the same word, if the verse is not becoming the voice, you're not going to have anything to say. If you see nothing, you'll say nothing. That's right. As far as that has any power in it. You and I are going to own what we say for good or evil. By morning, I choose to speak life to my life. Every morning, every morning, I choose to speak life and strength into my body. At my age, you're either going to die from the head down or the legs up. Thank God I have no dementia in me. My mind is sharp. I'm 82. My mind is sharp. Uh, I, I keep a disciplined mind. But my legs, I'm dying from the feet up. My legs are getting weak, and I've been having, I had trouble with my, Ligaments, ligaments, ligaments tying up and hurting me. And so I begin to confess the word of God. Every morning I confess the word of God over my body, my legs especially. I speak strength into my legs. 
the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken my mortal body. So I take it and I speak it. I speak resurrection life in my quads, my hams, my IT bands, my, my knee, my knee uh, ligaments, my knee cartilage, my, sh my, my calves, my Achilles heel, my plantar fascias. I speak life into my body. I speak life into my lower back. I speak it every morning, then I stretch for 30 minutes. And that is the truth. And he says everything out loud. So I don't have to say it. I just say yeah, I claim I, what I he's saying. I her in the confession. I speak over our heart muscles. I speak over heart valves. I speak the blood of Jesus cleansing our arteries, our capillaries, our blood vessels. I speak life in our digestive system, large intestine, small intestine, colon system, enzyme, bile levels, liver, pancreas. I go down the line. <laughs> The devil we're, don't, we're he gets the devil life. confused. We don't speak life to all this stuff, it's going to go dead on us. That's right. So young people, you may not be concerned about that, but I want to tell you young people, you need to take care of your legs while you're young. And, you, and then I go to the gym and I work out again on my legs. Mm -hmm. So I do, I do my best, then he does what I can't do. That's right. mm -hmm. So do that. Do that. So thank you, Brother Rod. You're welcome. Uh, then I, I already talked about it, of course, in the victory of Calvary. There's a miracle in your, your mouth, death and life, yeah. or in the power of your tongue. Yeah. I can speak life to my life, or I can speak death to my life. I can't is a death word. <laughs> I said I can't is a death word. Brother Carl and Don, they don't know what I can't means. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Praise God. That's what you need to say. When I used to work in our school, I used to tell the kids, they'd say, I can't. I'd say, you can. You can do all things through Christ. Philippians 3, uh, 4, 13. And then, you know, when I first got saved and uh, I went, we went to the seminary. I got saved. He got saved. A few years later, I went to the seminary. And she got saved. And Thank God she got saved. Praise God. She used to throw pots at me and shall met. Pots at me, I'd come back and Jerry Levy shoot pots at me, pans at me. One day she threw an ashtray in on San Alvi Street. She threw an ashtray at me and I ducked. It went into the wall and lodged into the wall. The door, the door. A door, the door, mm -hmm. wall, door. Door. Mm -hmm. and, and it hit me to kill me. And she'd I was trying to kill him. She'd be in prison today. Thank God she missed. But I ducked. And she cussed me. She'd SOB me. She really GD me, but you SOB mm -hmm. me. She wouldn't save me. She cussed me out. Coming well, I had gotten Thank saved, God but I backslid. She got saved. I just want to let you know that. I don't get cussed out anymore because I don't go to jail and beat That's true. But when we went to the seminary, I had never worked. I'd always been a stay-at-home mom. And he said, you have to go to work to support me. I said, what? <laughs> what? He said, yes, you have to go get a job. Support you. Support me and him and two kids. And so when I went to, when I went to get a job, the devil would tell me, you can't. But I'd use that scripture. 413, I can do all things through Christ. And I did my first job, and I did it great, and I've worked ever since, praise God. So you can do all things. Yes, Don't yes. let the devil lie to you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I did a power confession to live and move in the supernatural. I got a whole handout of several pages, blood confessions, health confessions, financial confessions that you can meditate on and you can grab and begin to release them there. Brother Carl will give them out at the end. He's got them right there. If you want a copy, if you're not going to use it, please don't take it. You know, if you're too too lazy, no, I'm not saying I shouldn't say that. No 
one's lazy here, right? No, praise God. Uh, your confession, based on the Word of God, can move mountains of difficulty, or it can your fear confessions can create mountains. And COVID nineteen came, and the CNN and all the liberals began to pump COVID nineteen up. Ninety nine point some percent of the people uh, people lived. It was stupid to shut a nation down over COVID-19. It was a stupid move. And even though Trump was the president, what he did was uh, he just listened to Fauci, who's a devil, and, and the rest of them. How I many you know Fauci has a devil in him? Anybody know? Okay, I, I shouldn't say names, but I just did. I tell him, Rod, don't say names. And then he says them. I'm not going to tell you that Biden and Harris are packing demons. <laughs> But when COVID-19 hit, they said old people should hunker down. You remember? I couldn't hunker down. My ministry is essential. I can't hunker down, and I can't live in fear. So what did y'all do? We went in the Word of God. We went into Psalms 91, and every night, and we still do it. Mary, read Psalms 91, verse 9 through 12. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Thou shalt no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Thou shalt bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Because we made the Lord our refuge. Prayed it, I think, last night. Most high habitation, no evil shall overcome us. No evil accident, no evil storm, no evil disease, and no pestilence, no COVID-19 shall come nigh dwelling. I don't know if you ever had any of it. Unicorn, the last one that just came by. <laughs> That's his name of it, Unicorn. You know, it said everybody's supposed to get it. I'm not aware I've ever had it. I'm not aware I ever had We went on, we flew a lot during COVID-19, and we came back one day. We were down two, three days. I never went God tested. I may have had something, may not have had something, but I choose not to submit to the system. That was my choice, not yours. And so as far as we know, we We never had it. Well, I tell people, you know, they people still want to back up. I say, I'm COVID free. Don't don't worry about me. And uh but I think it helped a lot because we confessed the word of God over us and angels were surrounding us, protecting us. Then the the power of the Holy Spirit would not let the destroyer come in the house because COVID did destroy. And it I, did. No one died in our church, but I know friends that did die from it. So it, it was a wicked disease, and Fauci was behind it. But anyway, I'm not going there. But the your words contain life or death. Words are containers. They contain life or death. You're either going to speak life or you're going to speak death. And may the Holy Spirit show all of us when we're not speaking the right things in Jesus' name. Your words either contain rejection or they contain acceptance. Your words either contain a blessing or they contain a curse. Your words either contain uh, honor or they contain dishonor. Brother Carl honored me today by what he said, and then I turned the honor back on him. How many know they're worthy of honor? Anybody believe that? Amen. That you're to honor them, and I do honor them. I, I highly respect them, and I love them very much. Uh, so watch what you say. Your words will either create life in your environment or they will create death in your environment. 
Amen. Death word is like, you know, you're, you're, you're worthless. You're stupid. You will never amount to anything. You know, you can't do that. Uh, you disappoint me. Uh, you know, why can't you do anything right? Uh, why can't you be like your brother or your sister? Parents, watch your words there. Uh, you know, we, words, words are powerful. Words are huge. Words have power to crush spirits or to lift spirits. Words can bring strength to the weary, and they can bring uh, you know, they can bring hope to the hopeless. Words bring courage to make souls stronger. You know, we just had a woman die, and y'all knew her, Miss Frida May Turner, and Rod did her funeral. Great lady. Great lady. You know, there are givers. That Yes, Shalmet. He was an elder in the church before Katrina. Uh, you know, they're yes, they're givers and they're takers. And I want to say that she was a giver. You know, she lived uh, in uh, Laplace, and we never knew it for years. So they moved to Florida after Katrina. Then they ended up coming to Laplace, and we never knew it. But she walked the streets of Laplace and handed out tracts and probably knocked on every door in St. John Parish. And she did it in Chalmette, too. But she was a giver. She was not a negative person. You know, she started coming to prayer on Sunday night at our church, and then she ended up at our church. But, you know, there are givers and takers in life. She was the type of person when she walked into the room, the whole room changed because she was a giver. She was a life. She was positive. She never spoke negative. But, you know, they're takers. They walk in the room, and they suck the life out of you. You know takers. You see them at Walmart, and you want to run and hide in the, uh, in the frozen department, you know, or in the vegetable department, or you want to run to the back. You know, takers suck the life out of you. But I choose to be a giver. I choose to be positive. You know, we have a large family. We have 23 grandkids. We have nine great. We just had our ninth great uh, grandchild. And we have nine step -grand stepchildren. And I want another baby. He's joking. The cat's his baby. The cat's his baby. The cat's his baby. Praise God. But the cat's his baby. But, you know, the word says, let me just go on and preach. I don't pay any attention to him. That's how you get when you've been married 62 years. Proverbs. Well, with things you don't agree. Proverbs 20. 5.11 says, a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. So watch your words. You know, the devil's listening to you. And you know what the word says? It says that the birds of the air take your words and they scatter your, your words. So watch your words. Don't say anything don't, negative. Don't speak death words. Don't uh, speak death there words. There are certain death words in my house. I do at least seven stupid things every week, but I'm not stupid. Mary, don't call me stupid, and don't you call me stupid, but I do some stupid things. And uh, shut up was a death word in our house. I wouldn't let my kids use the word shut up. It's a rude word to me. Things that divorce was a death word. Mary used it one time. One time in our marriage, she used the word divorce that I can remember. She felt like murdering me a few times, but she never said, <laughs> I'd like to murder you, but she never would use the word divorce. It was my Catholic upbringing. I didn't believe in divorce. And, and, but, but she used it one time. She said, if you ever speak in tongues, she was Baptist. She was Catholic, converted to Baptist. And you get a Catholic converted Baptist, they make a, they make a terrible Baptist. <laughs> Not too teachable. She said, if you ever speak in tongues, because she knew I was seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. She didn't understand it. But if you ever speak in tongues, I'm going to divorce you. It's grounds for my, my printer, who was a 
Baptist pastor Baptist said. Boss. Yeah, it was demonic. And so she went to youth camp with our youth, and they had a bunch of spirit-filled conscious, and she got the baptism of the Holy Spirit before I did. She came back from the youth camp praying in other tongues. She had a grasshopper thing. She prayed. She'd come lay hands on me and go, meeny, 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 meeny. <laughs> and I'd throw her hands off of me. And, and, uh, and she got delivered from that divorce thinking that day. And then, then, then she, I told her that I didn't like the sound of her tongues. He was jealous. He couldn't and get it. He was Baptist. So, so now she's, she's mature. And listen, you need to but, pray in tongues but, a lot. We can, we can. <laughs> I choose to speak life to my life. I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. Yeah. I'm not beneath. I'm above. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. You're not a loser. Right. You're a winner right. in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? amen? I'm not sick. I am healed. I am forgiven. And I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm not fearful, but I'm full of faith. Even though I get apprehensive at times, I had got apprehensive in COVID-19 because of the fear-mongering that CNN did and all the rest of the liberals did. But thank God I got delivered of any apprehension, any fear. Mary still made me wash my hands. I'd come in the house, wash the COVID off your hands, Rod. Yes, ma'am. And tell yes, all sir. the grandkids yes, when they yeah. come eat, wash the COVID off. I'm not impatient. I'm patient. You're punctual. I'm patient, and you're punctual. This morning he wouldn't. He honked the horn at me. Well, she was running me late, you know, because she's she had her last minute. She had to go brush her teeth. Her breath smelled great. I don't know why she wanted to brush her teeth. Then she had to get her a drink, and then she had to do this, and she had to go mop the living room, and she had to go pick up some clothes. That's then, not true. That's not true. So what? What are you gonna do but blow the horn? You gotta do something. I'd rather blow the horn than cut, right? And she come, came in the truck and said, I just want you to know you're rude. I said, that's rude. We're getting ready to preach on, <laughs> on the power of words. She called me rude. So you went against your teaching me. Well, I was just speaking the truth. Well, the truth not in love. You were, you were, you no. were, you were a little aggravated with me. And aggravation sin because it's a little great Okay, man. praise God. So let's move on. Yes. Let's move on. I'm going to win this battle, so you just will. But your confession has power to create your environment. And change things. I yeah. choose to speak life to my wife. Life to my wife. Mary, I love you. And I tell her that often. It's, I'm not putting on a show here. No, he does. And, and she's beautiful. My wife is beautiful. And, and, and she's fine and she's mine. <laughs> she's my holy hunk. She's my fox. Oh, help me, Jesus. I, I, she don't want me to say these things in public, but I just can't help myself. I can't control yes, my words. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah. You and, can. But she is a warrior woman, and she's a freedom fighter. She binds that devil every night off of our notion. She, we speak against evil. We expose evil. We remove evil. We expose the lies. Remove the lies. We confess the voter frauds being exposed, the voter frauds being removed. If it's not removed, they'll never win another election on the right. Yes. You need to learn to call things that are not as though they were. And that's what we have learned to do with a large family like we have with 23 grandkids. Right now, we have three that are on drugs. 
But you know what? We tell the devil every day of our life that they will be delivered. The seed of the righteous will be delivered. Devil, you now give them up. Righteousness is under yes. a seed seed. He's promised us two generations. But if you don't know that. That's right. You, you don't know what. The, you can't say that. You've got to see it. You've got to seize it. Then you've got to seize it. And then you has it. That's Cajun. So if you're not seeing anything, you're not seizing anything. That's you're right. Not seizing anything, you're not seeing anything. That's so you right. Have nothing. That's right. So you know, God will only perform what your mouth releases. Your mouth is the rudder of your life. Your mouth organizes and directs your life. You're a product of your words. If you want to change your life, change your words. Change the way you talk. Control be, your tongue. But it's got to be God's words. God's words. Word. renewed in the word of God. That's right. That means you got to take time out and sit at the feet of Jesus. That's right. At the feet, not the fit. The feet of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Praise God. It's Nick, right? Nick, I, I just have a word for you. The Lord's anointed you with the gift of exhortation. You have a gift of encouragement and insight. You're a, you're a man cheerleader. I, I'm not much on men cheerleaders. My son wanted to be a cheerleader for LSU with athletics. I said, no, you're not going to be no cheerleader for LSU. No son of mine is going to be a cheerleader. And I, <laughs> men, if you were a cheerleader, don't take that. It's a proud Cajun. I didn't want my son cheering and sideline with a bunch of women. And I'm not against women either. I just didn't want them. But you're a cheerleader in the house. And you're encouraged and exhorting. And the anointing on you is going to begin to multiply in the days to come. And you're going to lose yourself in worship. And then you're going to write songs of worship for the glory of God. For the Lord said, I've anointed you to be a psalmist in the house. And I think he wants you to join me. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. So we anoint him, Father, as a psalmist in the house. Amen. In Jesus' name. Will you sing it? I'm a matchmaker. Uh-oh. Anybody here you like? <laughs> Any singles in the house, usually, he says. <laughs> pretty girls here, buddy. You okay? You're straight. You're straight, right? <laughs> Good. I'm straight. Uh, Joel Stocksdale called me after I was involved in a, uh, not a whole lot, but in, what was the guy in Colorado? Ted Haggard. Ted Haggard thing. And, uh, Joel Stocksdale, Larry's son. You all know Joel. He's a big ear prophet like I am. And, uh, I said, Brother Rod, is there any homosexual tendencies in you? I said, Joel Stocksdale, I don't even have a cell of that stuff in me. <laughs> in Jesus' name. I think all men are ugly and all women are beautiful. So that pretty pretty well <laughs> nails me in. But anyway, let's go let the, let the next slide, uh, Ian, Joy. Jesus said, I think it's Jesus said, there's a miracle in your mouth. And we're closing. We're, we're coming to an end. Someone said, yeah. thank God. I can't thank handle you. much more of this, Brother Rod. That's a bad <laughs> confession. <laughs> Mark chapter 12, chapter 11. Yes. Mary and read verses 13 through 14. And seeing a fig, fig tree afar off having leaves, he said, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For the time of the figs was not yet. And Jesus and Jesus answered and said unto him, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Okay, stop right there. Jesus spoke something against the 
something that was not bearing life. And we're going to see the power. He released a miracle with his mouth. And then verse 20 through 21, Mary. Verse 20 through 21. Okay. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remember, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Okay, stop right there. The next morning, disciples were astonished to see the power of his words in action. They were astonished. And you, if you'll start getting the word of God on the inside of you, and you'll start confessing the word of God, speaking things in existence, one day you'll be astonished to see what miracles that have been formed. It may take a while for you to see it, but you'll see it. And then, then, Mary, uh, then, then comes the challenge in verse 22. And Jesus answers, saith unto them, have faith in God. Okay, a better translation is have the faith of God. Okay. King James missed it a little bit, but have the faith, that's genitive, possess the faith of God. You've got to possess the faith. You've got to get the word on the inside of you. Okay, then, then we see the challenge, and then, then we see how, how to do this, how to move in the faith of God is in verse 23. Mary, read verse 23, and let me stop you when, when I can. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. Say, first word says say. Say, that's one time. Go ahead. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. Those things that he believeth. One word on belief, then another say. He shall believe the things which he saith, second say shall come to pass. And he shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. More emphasis is put on what you say than what you believe. Now, the belief has to come. Belief means you lean into the word of God. means you get hold of the word of God. means you see it. See, I seize it by writing it down. I seize it. Then I begin to praise it or says it. And I keep on saying it. And eventually I have it. Amen. In Jesus' name. If I'm coming off the word. That's all based on the word in Jesus' name. So say to the mountain, yes. believe what you say, that's to expect it, yes. expect it to happen, then the promise, you shall have whatsoever you say. Give me that song, uh, you say, you say, Lauren, Lauren Daigle. And, and the last slide. Yes. Confession brings possession. Mm -hmm. There is a miracle in your mouth. You're going to have what you believe and what you say. Yes. And if you're in the negative and not really in a place of faith, then you're going to have what you say there. You say you can't do it, you'll never do it. That's right. You say you can do it, you will do it. Yes. Brother Carl got destroyed. Their home was destroyed. The church was Voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up. Just the sum of every high and every low. 
remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. Ooh, you say I'm lost when I can't feel a thing. You say I'm strong when I think I'm weak. And you say I'm when I'm for sure, and when I don't be, oh, you say I'm yours, and I believe, oh, I believe what you say of me. try to share Jesus Christ with people. On airplanes, I tell you, when they get on an airplane with me, they're okay. I keep fighting 
voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Just the sum of every high and every low Remind me once again just who I am Because I need to know Ooh, you say I When I can't feel a thing when I think I am weak And you say I am When I am for sure And when I don't be You say I am yours And I believe Oh, I believe What you say of me singers at our church. Bless you, bless you. So if you're in a position to speak today and you want to speak against or create something that you know is the Lord for your life, I just want you to come. Mary and I are going to come and agree. We're just going to agree with your declarations, your decrees. Does anybody have a mountain of difficulty that they want to speak to be removed? Just come. There any somebody in a financial setback and you want to speak to that and command it to move, just come. If you have a sickness in your body or somebody else's body that you love, I want you to come and we're going to speak to that. We're going to speak to that mountain in Jesus' name. So just come. You come here. Y'all not embarrassed here, are you? Just come. No, absolutely. Are you part of this church? 
Yeah, absolute. That means you're here to stay. Yeah, no, face me. Don't face me. Yeah. Well, you're teachable. Y'all come, y'all probably spread out a little bit. Amen. Are you coming up front now? Yeah. Then why are you standing way back there? I came here to train you people, Brother Paul. Yeah. Amen. Yes, sir. We're going to speak to it. Yes, sir. You want to say something to me? Well, it's just um, it's a new problem that happened since I got in an accident. I just wanted to be healed, and I don't, I don't, I, I don't trust. I really, I should, but I don't believe that God can do these things, and He can do all things. That's why I'm getting the word to find out the healer. Yeah. You got to see the healer. You got to see it. So, Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, you open up his heart to see the healer. Not just to see healing, but to see the healer. Surely he bore your sick. He's your sick. He carried your pain. He carried your sickness. He was not only the sin offering. He was the sick and pain offering. He bore your sicknesses. He took your pains. With his scourging, you're healed. He's the healer. Holy Spirit, open up his eyes to see. Jesus so just lift your hands up to Jesus. Just lift your hands. Whatever that mountain is, whatever that difficulty is, whatever that heartbreak is, would you begin to speak to it, command it to move, command it to go, create your environment, speak the change, speak that the circumstances, the creative power of God's word, creating things as you speak it. Miss, what are you speaking into existence? I, I didn't hear any. Healing. Healing. Okay. I, I decree what I decree every morning into my body. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken, make alive every part of your body. Father, I thank you. You're quickening her immune system to kill, kill all viruses, all bacteria, all cancer cells, all precancer cells are being killed. All, all uh, allergy spirits are being killed. All infections, bronchial, sinus, lung, inf everything's being killed by the power of our immune system. We release that in Jesus' name. Begin to speak against it now. Begin to speak to your mountain and command it to move in Jesus' name, whatever it is. Whatever is bothering you, whatever hindering you. Well, the Lord says, I'm a compassionate father. I see everything that hurts you. I see everything that hinders you and everything that harms you. And I've come here to tell you today that everything is going to be all right. I'm going to bring you to the place of all right, says the Lord, where you're just standing and worshiping and thanking him for what great things he's doing in your life in Jesus' name. And I just hear this word for you, young lady. You're not going to be left behind. You're coming to the front seat. You're going to be part of the cream of this church. You're not going to feel like you're on the outside looking in. I break every spirit of rejection, every spirit of self-rejection, every spirit of fear and insecurity. I break it off of her mind in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I agree with this young lady for whatever she's seeing, whatever she's decreeing. I agree. I agree with it. And I just hear this word. She's a runner. She's not a walker. She's a runner. And she's made a decision. She's going to run this race. Right. You ran it for the devil. Right. Now you're going to run it for Jesus. 
You're going to go full board ahead for him in Jesus' name. And, right. and the power of God's going to flow through you like a mighty river. The Lord says you're going to be a healer in the house. You're going to be a messenger of hope. You're going to bring hope to many. In Jesus, we seal that in her in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for the pastor's wife. I thank you for a spirit of intercession upon her, an anointing to speak against thing, a prophetic anointing. I seal a prophetic anointing upon her life to speak things into existence and to see the fruit of her ministry grow and grow. It's just not his ministry. It's y'all's ministry. You seal that. You seal that. Whatever you're speaking against or creating, sir, I agree with you right now. That's being established by the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say to you, young man, take the limits off God. Take the limits off God. Sir, I've seen a heart that's been broken. I see a heart at time that's been lonely and, and felt like you, you, yeah, I, I just thank you, Father, for the healing of his life. And I hear the word restoration. God's going to restore the years that you've lost, that the canker worm and the pommel worm have stolen from you. I decree that in Jesus' name, that all your family is going to be saved, that one's going to be lost. In Jesus' name, we decree that, we seal that in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. We bless you for it. We bless you for it. Sir, keep looking. Hey, hey, Joy Bell. You want to see the lost come to Jesus? Then ring the bell of joy. The, the lost world is looking for joyful people. People that smile. I go into planes, airports, wherever, and and I smile people at people. They don't know what to do because no one's smiling. 63% of Americans are hopeless. Oh, what a time to shine. When the night's the darkest, God's stars shine the brightest. So, Father, thank you for a shining light. In Jesus' name. How long have you been coming in? Eight minutes. Too long. You already settled in. Man. Love you. Well, that's all. That's all, folks. Brother Carl, I love you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a shout, huh? Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes. I say some things, Brother Rod, and, and my wife says, you're getting that Brother Rod spirit on you. I don't get it too often. You got it all the time. I don't get it too often. You know, I'm going to preach. Mary and I are going to preach this at the conference right there. We're going we're gonna to be just like this, but we're coming. Keith wanted us to do a duet. We do ourselves some people. Well, praise the Lord. We're going to have you back. You know that. Yeah. Hallelujah. My book's back. Hallelujah. Uh, all right. These are some notes. This is going to be. Go, go put it on the table, brother. Y'all just take one of them. God bless you. We'll see you in life groups this week. We'll see you back here next Sunday.